back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. That's the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Starter Heyman text line. As always, we want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you head over to YouTube, we have officially hit 2,000 subscribers. Thank you to all of you who helped get us to that goal. Now our quest is on to 3,000, so help us out with that one as well. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a share. We appreciate it as always. So, Strick, um, last night, Monday Night Football, uh, one of my favorites, love me some Monday and Thursday Night Football. The, the matchup's been pretty good this year, too, for what it's worth. Um, the Rams would fall to the San Francisco 49ers, and we, we talked a little bit about maybe a revenge game in the NFC Championship. The Rams came out on top. They would win the Super Bowl. Um, the 49ers are just one of those teams, and I want to get to your thoughts because yet again we sit here and Jimmy G <laughs> is the quarterback <laughs> of the San Francisco 49ers and a primetime game where your season's not on the line, but you could head down a dark path if you lose this game to the Rams. The 49ers come out on top, and not only do they come out on top, they come out on top convincingly. So yeah. is are the 49ers maybe doing a disservice to Jimmy G moving on, or, or do you think they do have a higher ceiling with Trey Lance? I'm still not sold on Trey Lance. I, I think with this team, Jimmy G just does something that is good in that he manages the game. You know what I mean? He's never going to blow you out of the waters in his QBRs, and he's not going to blow you out of the waters with just different things and different balls that he throws. But he knows who who to get the ball to. He knows who's got who's going to secure him, help him, or if he takes a chance, where he who who's going to be that guy? And we know that to be Debo Samuel, right? Um, got just basic guys, solid guys in different areas. George Kittle, awful, obviously, is a solid one. Um, but there's nothing that blows you away about Jimmy G except that he freaking can win. And they're two and zero right now. <laughs> they're two and zero in, in their division, so. I mean, say what you will, it's the same thing. Yeah, they're two and two total, but they're two and zero oh in their division, and they're looking up. So I just don't know where it goes from here. I don't know if Jimmy G's gonna win you the big game when it matters, but he's not gonna ultimately like crazily lose it for you. Uh, he is capable of having a bad game and a bad night, which everybody is. But I just think he's he's just a solid guy. It's just it's so crazy to me, and I don't know if it's just the enigma of the NFL or. No one can ever figure it out because, like you said, Strick, really not crazy numbers here. 16 of 27, 239 yeah. yards, a touchdown, uh, a quarterback rating of 47, which is just slightly below average, which is probably a fairly accurate way to describe Jimmy G. But you look at Jimmy G, been to a Super Bowl, last year went to an NFC Championship game, and now yeah. you have a, a primetime game at home, which, for what it's worth, the Rams were favored 
And the 49ers come out on top 24 to 9, very convincing win. Um it's just one of those Nick, Let me tell you what blows you away. It's just it's crazy to me. It's crazy. Let me tell you what blows me away. This defense has been phenomenal. And I'm going to tell you which is one of the biggest mistakes that they made was not keeping um oh shoot my mind um he went to the Bills. Help me. He went to the Bills uh, defensive uh, or in edge rusher. Denver the, the 49ers? No. The Rams? From the Rams. Oh, uh, Von Miller. Von Miller. Gosh, dang it. Mine just Boy, that's <laughs> what happens when you get older. Um Von Miller. That was one of the biggest mistakes that they made is is letting Von Miller walk. Because Von Miller is playing tremendously yeah. at a high level there for the Bills and that's what helped Aaron Donald in that front line is having an edge rusher like Von Miller that basically you have to scheme for, you have to identify in your, in your, as an offensive coordinator in your prep. And he doesn't have that. So the number that I'm talking about is zero sacks, my boy. I know that wow. I know that San Francisco is a West coast offense, yeah. but San Francisco gets seven sacks, but zero for the 49ers. Zero? They, that's crazy. They don't touch Jimmy G. That's crazy. All night. That's why you see a difference in the score. 24 to 9. You're not getting to Jimmy G. And Debo Samuels goes nuts. Great. You know, nothing great from everybody else. But, hey, that wins games. Yeah, and it's it's crazy strict. To be honest with you, I knew that the sack uh, margin was definitely lopsided. I didn't know it was 7 to 0. My goodness. That's what we talk about with Nebraska, yeah. too, is there's so many times with Nebraska, it's like, hey, let's get pressure on this guy because he's lighting you up. Uh, we're going to end the Honda of Lincoln hotline where we have John. John, what's on your mind? Hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. What's going on with you? I am a Niner fan. Okay. And this defense is playing lights out. I'm also a Jimmy G man guy. I do believe that Trey Lance is the future. He's not ready. If Jimmy starts week one, they beat the Bears. Trey just needs time, and now he's hurt. He's going to even need more time. Jimmy makes his team go. Is he flashy? No. But he gets the job done. He still makes dumb mistakes. I get that. But with him, they are a winning team. Without him, well, the proof is there. So I hope Jimmy can ride this out as long as possible, and we'll see where this goes. Thanks. Yeah, John, we appreciate the call, and I appreciate getting a Niners fan in here because uh, in Nebraska we don't get too many of those. So I think what's so crazy, Strick, is that I agree with John. I think Jimmy G is probably your quarterback if you're the 49ers, but they've drawn a line in the sand, and they've made it very clear that Trey Lance is their guy moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm okay with that, Nate. Uh, listen, I'm, if that's the if that's the choice you're going to make, but here's the way that it helps the 49er organization is that he doesn't have anything in his resume to demand the bag. You're going to get him cheap unless he bets on himself. Right. Then he goes into arbitration and and or gets not arbitration. That's baseball. But then he goes into where he gets the uh, franchise tag. And and I wouldn't even franchise tag him, to be honest. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't I would franchise tag somebody else. But 
if you don't throw the franchise tag on him, you can get him for a few years, one year, let him let him try to prove himself, let him try to sell himself. You can get him cheap. If that's your guy, that might be a good plan for you to have a bigger bag to be able to distribute. That puts you in a winning situation. As we've studied over the time, we know that teams that don't mostly, unless you have a super elite quarterback, i.e. your Patrick Mahomes, i.e. your Brady's, you know, unless you have a super elite who makes other players better, most teams successful, they win on t- quarterbacks with their rookie contracts. He would come out of it and not get the big bag, which could help that 49ers. Well, uh, I think it's so interesting, Strick, and I think the best parallel I can make to this is I don't know if, I don't know if you remember when um, Kirk Cousins was playing for Washington – um, there were a couple times that they franchise tagged them and that there was an offer or Kirk Cousins was saying that he would take a five year, 70 million, whatever it is. And in today's standards, it was a super cheap deal. They franchise tag him twice and then he dips and gets the bag for the Vikings. So I, I don't know if this is necessarily the same situation. I'd have to look at the contracts and how financially it plays out. But you just look at Jimmy G. If you would have offered him two, three seasons ago, a long-term deal, you could have gotten him pretty cheap. And on top of that, you wouldn't have to franchise tag him and you wouldn't have to pay what is now going to be a pretty expensive quarterback market because say what you will about Jimmy G, Jimmy G wins football games. And to be honest with you, I don't understand it. I don't get it because you look (laughs) at the 49ers, they're a great overall team, but I can name you five teams off the top of my head that are great teams that are a quarterback away and – they remind me a lot of Jimmy G like it just, it, it, it blows my yeah. mind. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe. I mean, there's people on this earth that, that are winners and there's some people that aren't. It just, it's crazy. I think they might be doing them a bit of a disservice because you watch last night's game and it's like, is it flashy? Like John said, no. Does it work somehow? Yes. Um, second part to this strict, uh, the, the Rams who last year had one of the best offenses in the NFL, they they look lost. I mean, you, you don't score a touchdown on the entire night. You have three field goals. You're playing a 49ers team that, yes, has a good defense, but you're the reigning Super Bowl champs. Like, you're supposed to be the best team in the NFL. Now, they made some changes in the offseason. Like you said, I think losing Von Miller was a big part of that, but are also you cons- soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they let me know. They let me know on the text line. Dusty, you're uh, – no, I'm sorry – Harold Spears, you're absolutely right. I think Sue was a big component of that too, because he 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 still was solid in the yeah. interior. So yeah, and I think yeah. a big part of it too is that I I know uh, uh, Robert Woods was hurt halfway through the season, so you can call it maybe a a hybrid two part Robert Woods uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Those guys combined, both of them now leave. That was your number two receiver behind Cooper Cup. Now it's Allen Robinson hasn't really lived up to expectations. But here's the second part to this, Strick. Before we head to break, I want to get some of your thoughts on this. Are you worried about the Rams? To be honest with you, we, we I know both before the season, we both took them to win the NFC, but it doesn't look great right now. It doesn't look great at all. Um, I, I'm definitely worried because I knew, I felt like it was a Matthew Stafford anomaly. Um but listen, you had Odell Beckham. You had some great receivers uh, there. I mean, he's super over-targeting right now, Cooper Cup. Yes, he is. I mean, it's it, he's not spreading it around. He, I don't know if he's getting comfortable, complacent, or, you know. 19 targets sure. last night straight. You know what I mean? 19. That's, that's freaking, that's crazy, right? 
Um, but Cooper Cup gets it done. I mean, 122 yards, yeah. 14 of the 19. That's a pretty solid uh, uh, target to a completion ratio. So, uh, or reception ratio. So I, I'm worried though. I'm, I, I don't know. They're just not looking the same. And I don't know if it's carryover or, or what, but I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. I'll you know, listen, albeit that this was a road game. So anytime you go on the road, it's always uh, a capability right. of taking an L, but for the long haul, I don't know. Text line, help me out. 402-464-5685. Are the Rams doomed? Uh, is it is it a is it a drunken carryover from a, a Super Bowl win? Or are, are they gonna bounce back? And it's still way early. I mean, but it, it is early. I, I don't know. It, it is early, and this is something to think about though. Their schedule as it plays out, they'll play the Cowboys at home next week. Then you got a cupcake game against the Panthers where they should win. You host the 49ers, then you play the Buccaneers, who are arguably maybe the second best team in the NFC. Then you host the Cardinals, who are now sitting at 2-2. Two and two. You go on the road to the Saints, and then you play the Chiefs on the road. So let, let's not act like it gets that much easier. Oof. you got a couple cupcake games in there, but it's not going to be easy for the Rams. So they're going to have to figure out something. They're going to have to figure it out soon because uh, for the defending Super Bowl champions, it doesn't look great. we got to take a quick break. We have one more second. We're going to do a little crossover with DP and Jay from Old School. Always like to get their perspective. Talk some Nebraska football. Do what we do best. So make sure you stay with us. 93.7 The Ticket.